When I was a kid, every Halloween, we used to call our neighborhood the Blair Witch Projects, mostly because the older kids would be stealing candy from the younger kids. And as I enjoyed their delicious candy, I thought to myself, what really possesses people to do crazy stuff like this during Halloween? And is being possessed possibly still a thing? Listen, if you're into urban legends and ghost stories and all that type of stuff, I think I found a podcast that you guys might be interested in. Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers is the podcast hosted by Ghost Hunters, Dalen Spratt, Jawan Mass, and Marcus Harvey. These brothers are straight out of the A and have been ghost hunting for over a decade. On the podcast, the Ghost Brothers talk about all kinds of urban legends and talk to comedians, specialists who have all kinds of paranormal experiences. Like take this episode for instance, I'm going to do the ad voice. The legends and history of exorcisms with special guest, comedian and actress, Yamanika Saunders. Every town, every city has at least one urban legend. So what's the story behind your favorite urban legend? So listen to Urban Legends with Ghost Brothers wherever you get podcasts. Tell them Comedy Trap House sent you. Hello and welcome back to Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. You know who I am. It's the Paranormal Poppy, Jawan Mass. What's going on, fellas? And don't forget about the bad boy of Paranormal himself, the illustrious, the handsome, Dayless Brad, baby. Oh, 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 well, you know, hey, guys, it's me, of course, you know, the international um, player himself, the Marcus Harvey. And I'm actually out here living my best life, man, on tour with Nas and Guns and Roses, fellas. Hey, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You, you, you with Nas, and y'all got guns and, and roses? And roses? Wait, 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 wait. You sound like a man with two jobs. Yeah. And man, I'm a man with many jobs. You know I'm a Jamaican. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's going to be a great one. I'm just going to let you guys know, because this one... I'm telling y'all, this got to be popping. But listen, but before we all start tearing it up, guys, let's go to this excellent show we have in store for our fans. We're determined to go out with a bang. Y'all ready? Yes, yes. We have the brilliant actor, film, television, stage, Chad L. Coleman. Y'all know the man, Cuddy from The Wire, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. David, you was on on an episode of The Walking Dead, wasn't you? Listen, Marcus, I love the fact that no matter where we are, you like to remind people <laughs> of my on-screen debut on The Walking it was, Dead. It was, it was a strong, it was a strong debut. I, I'm always going to support my friend. Listen. But we got a real actor this time. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Chad L. Coleman. I'm a professional actor and producer, and also have my own podcast, the Humble Hollywood Podcast with Chad. But you know, I do my thing as an actor. I'm The Wire, The Walking Dead, and all-American, the Orville, you know. So, that's what's up. Man, I love talking to Chad, man. Listen, man, we talked about everything, boss, man. We talked about The Walking Dead, you know, acting, everything. All right, you know what it is. Let's get to our urban legend of black-eyed children. Wait, wait. You gonna have them call the police on us. Listen, we covered it a little bit on season one. We had an interview with Dave Schrader, and we talked about it. But now we're going to talk about it in a little bit more detail. I know y'all remember. Oh, oh. You know what? When I researched it online, these black-eyed children were scary as a bug. I was like, dang! You know, the ones that resemble children between the ages of like 6 and 16? That's a wide gap. 
Man, between listen, the ages bro, of six how, and sixteen. How do you even get that number? Who who did the survey? How old are you, uh, black eyed child? Sixteen. <laughs> right. yeah. We got about twelve, sixteen of them. We got about twelve, sixteen. Six yeah, we got about. 12, around here. They middle school. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy, though? A lot of people claim to have seen these little black-eyed babies in real life. They say they... <laughs> like they. Were, I don't like how you say that. I don't know. The little black-eyed like babies. <laughs> I ain't be honest with you. It's almost racist. <laughs> it feels very racist. It sounds very like racist. You little black that, eye. Listen here, you little black eye, right baby. That's your tone. That's your tone. Say, do you know how crazy it is? You know, the, the legend says, like, these black eyed babies, like, will literally pop up in the backseat of your car or they'll just be knocking out your door. <laughs> like, see, see, I don't like, I don't like how these legends are going, man. This sounds very Karenish. This sounds like these little black-eyed babies. They're outside, <laughs> knocking on my door. They're in my car. They're in my car. Ma'am, ma'am, were they black? No, they're a black-eyed no. baby. <laughs> the eyes were black. Now the skin was black, no, but how, the eyes were black. How old did you say they look? They were. <laughs> Around six to sixteen. I mean, you know, it's wide range, but <laughs> dang. But that's crazy because they talking about how like they be knocking on the doors, and that just made me think, bro. You know how many times I played Ding Dong Ditch? Mm. Somebody could have really been like, "That's Get a black eyed baby out there knocking on the door." Yeah, yeah. Because you, had, I, I know for a fact. I know for a fact, Dalen, there was a lot of years where you looked like you were between the ages of six and 16. <laughs> You're right, bro. You're right, bro. <laughs> it had at least a 10 year period. It was a 10 year period. Looking, I fit that description. Period. He looked that way now. <laughs> <laughs> Say, but look, to even make matters worse, Everybody that's bumped into one of these black-eyed babies mm-hmm. say they immediately feel a sense of, like, dread and sorrow and grief. But why do you think that they're here, though? A lot of people think the black-eyed children are aliens trying to reach out to Earth. And others think what? they're the devil. So if you let them into your home, you'll be letting in who? The devil. Wait, wait hold on a second. That's really extreme. So you go from right. 6 to 16 <laughs> right. to either an alien or the devil. Or the devil. It can't be... It, it can't be nothing in between an alien and them. All I'm saying, Dude, come on, man. Teddy could have had a drug addiction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He could have. <laughs> That could have been a small white man who had a That's long, it. vengeful night. And we will never get him that proper help that he needs because we're thinking that he's a black-eyed baby. No, he's only five foot five. He's five foot five. With, with eyeliner? With eyeliner. He had a long, he had a long night. It's a long night. Hey, Marcus, man, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. That was creepy as hell, man. We got to get to our listener submissions, you know? You know, all of our favorite, favorite extended family members. But on this occasion, we actually have a submission from Abigail Taylor, who's live and direct from New York and wants to share her story and what she knows about little black-eyed babies. This is a story about the black-eyed children that I heard from a friend of mine who's a medium and clairvoyant. So one night, her friend in Florida, it's 10.30, 11 o'clock at night, he's getting ready for bed. He hears a knock at the door. He looks at his doorbell camera and sees that there's no one there, so he ignores it. He hears a knock again. He looks at the doorbell camera, still no one there. And then the knocking continues and becomes very urgent. So he goes to answer the door, and standing in front of him are two kids in very tattered clothing. He said it looks sort of like hoodies. 
And they had their faces looking down at their feet. They wouldn't look up at him. And he's like, are you okay? Do you need help? And they said, please, we need to come in. And he said, oh, I'll, you know, I'll call the police. Where are your parents? What can I, you know, how can I help? And they just kept saying, please, we need to come in. We have to come in. And it was at that point that he closed the door. So he goes to bed and he wakes up the next morning with fever and chills. Yeah, I'm going to tell you where. Damn. Say, that's why. Hey, that's the definition of fuck them kids. 100%. Fuck them kids. Get them goddamn kids out of my way. I'm going to tell you this, though. Like, if I have a door camera and I still hear a knock and they don't see him on the door camera, I'm not opening the door. That's fair. Why am I opening the door? Because you're responsible, Juwan. All right, y'all. So what about those paranormal experiences that shaped you, the listeners, our family members? Now, do any of y'all have any stories that y'all want to share with the Ghost Brothers? If so, we want your voice on our podcast. Go to ghostbrotherspodcast.com and holla at your boy. So thank you so much for that, Abigail, for sharing that story. And we're off for a little break, so you make sure to come back for our interview with Chad L. Coleman. Welcome back, everybody. We are blessed to have one of our time's greatest actors, man. You guys have seen him all over the place, man. This man is brilliant. And you guys have seen him on The Walking Dead as Tyrese, the warm uh, babysitter. You also know him as Cuddy oh, from The Wire. Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together on Urban Legends right now. A legend. Mr. Coleman, thank you so very much for coming in. Please let the people know who you are. I mean, you got to speak from your heart and let them know who you are. What's up, everybody? This is Chad L. Coleman. I'm a professional actor and producer and also have my own podcast, the Humble Hollywood Podcast with Chad. But, you know, I do my thing as an actor. I'm The Wire, The Walking Dead, and All-American, The Orville, you know. So that's what's up. As you know, sir, we're a ghost hunting team, you know, and I'm one of the three. But can you tell me your views of the paranormal? And have you ever seen a ghost yourself? Let me think. The eerie part about The Wire was uh, so many, like, dilapidated homes that seemed unlived in. So that was spooky from one, one perspective. And then the other would be when someone would poke their head out the window in that domicile and say... I am the effing wire. So that was a that was a very Whoa. real experience that uh yeah. and they would always tell us not to walk alone uh from our trailer to set and things of that nature. But um more than anything else, the um you know, the row houses just had a very, very eerie feel to them. Cause they were like the tomb. Yeah, yeah. And, and you could feel that kind of energy. For sure. As far as The Walking Dead, it was the night shoots, you know, when we was out there. (laughs) Deep, deep, deep (laughs) in the woods, you know. What was like one of the scariest joints that you ever had happen? We had a night shoot and it was at the church. And, Mm -hmm. And we had a scene where we had to go out 
I forget who we were looking for, but that thing got really, really real because we were deep, deep in the woods, and they were shooting like a distance from us, just giving us space to really feel the the aura and the energy of that Ooh. environment. This show, we covered the urban legend of black-eyed children. Have you ever seen any? Mm, no. Enlighten me, bro. Bro, listen. But it's like this urban legend, like these guys who see like little pale kids who have circles around their eyes. It's kind of like an omen. You know, it's, it's just very weird. What are some, like, you know, you said you grew up in Virginia. What are some of the legends you heard of growing up about in Virginia? Yeah, I think it's it's more along the lines of the spirit and souls of the enslaved that we lost. Because uh, I guess, I don't know, it's not the auction block. It was the dock. slave trading dot. It's a huge spot in, in Richmond. But there's a whole trail they could take you on a tour of the enslaved coming through Richmond and the Underground Railroad activity and, and things of that nature. But so it's just the, the lingering spirit of those we lost. That's the thing that you could just feel the ache of that. You know, that's that's something that really resonates. Have you ever seen like a uh, like a spirit or anomaly or something like that before? Oh. Being in Virginia like that? I mean, I've heard a lot of stuff about that. You know, we've done some plantation stuff. You, know, you can feel the energy is totally different from when we do it versus other, like, you know, investigation teams because we're, you know, we are, there are ancestors. And, you know, yes. it's, just, it's just unique for us to, like, go back to these places and really feel it. So have you ever had any type of experience and seen anything in Virginia like that? The feel of, like, believe it or not, you know, they would take us to, like, Mount Vernon and Monticello. So Mount Vernon is the home of George Washington. And uh, mm-hmm. and Monticello is the home of uh, Thomas Jefferson. You know, walking around those grounds and being able to go into this the enslaved quarters was just you could feel without a doubt. I never, I can't say that I uh, visually saw something, but the feeling was uh, incredibly palpable of of the spirits that that just linger and remains. But then again, and, and I think you intimated towards this a, a bit uh, with my brother being a minister and then the spiritual aspect of things, you know what I mean? So uh, mm-hmm. with like speaking in tongues and things of that nature, uh, that would definitely give you a sense of uh, of, of that kind of eerie power uh, of the spirit or, or calling up the ancestors type of deal, you know? When I was growing up, I used to just think that was just the Holy Spirit. You know, I was like, that's the Holy Spirit I'm playing with. I'm playing with other spirits, you know what I'm saying? But there it is. It's very interesting and, and eye-opening, to be totally honest, to kind of like invest, like investigate and like really, you know, seek out like what's out there, you know, like that does represent us. Like you, like you said, you know, seeing what our ancestors are, they're still there, you know what I'm saying? It's just cool. It's just a cool aspect, man. No, no question. It more like you would see, you see the spirit enter someone. And just yeah. take them over. And yeah. then they would lay hands. I, I've seen that for sure. And, you know, and I've seen, you know, you, um, what do you call it, man? You know, when you catch the Holy Ghost and you yeah, start this, shouting. Yes. They start shouting. Oh, they Listen, start going up folks. and down the with, with aisle in the church. Lay hands on folks. Right. I could catch folks like I was like I was Randy Moss. I'm not going to front. I was catching <laughs> one hand, two hands. <laughs> catching cats. They were, some of them cats almost got concussed if it wasn't for me yeah. catching them from from the head hit that uh pool, that pool pit. But yeah, you know, uh, check hey, this quick, check I, this one out right quick. So yeah, I saw my mother right. I saw 
I saw her catch the spirit, right? And yeah. she and she was she started bucking and moving and bucking and dancing, and then she fell out. And then she fell, and then her dress was up, and she <laughs> she, oh, she got up, pulled her dress oh, down, man. and fell back down. <laughs> so, Oh, she, she, hey man, listen, the, the, the spirit is decent, is what the, is what the word is. Decent. The spirit is decent and in order. So she, she knew what it was and in order. So she can keep them right. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm spirit saying? was looking out for. But look. Looking out for, hey man. Check it I, out. I know I laid you out this way. I laid, I know I laid you out this way, but let's go ahead and lay you out the right. Way. Come on. All right, now go back. Indeed. Now proceed. Now oh proceed and rest in me. The rest in the day, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, Chad, I know we uh we, we we got a role. I know we got some um. I know you got a very dope, a busy. So, what are you working on right now? What are you working on personally right now? So, I'm working on the Orville, and through COVID, it took us a couple of years, but we finally got season three out on Hulu right now. So, go stream that and have an amazing experience. All my sci-fi lovers, do that. Um, you know, that's yeah. with Seth MacFarlane. That's with Sci-Fi Joint with Seth MacFarlane uh, on Hulu. And that was an amazing series. And I got to play. I was typecast. I played an alien. They finally know who I really am. And so that's, that's <laughs> Word is it. Yeah. Well, can you tell the people where they can find you, sir? Oh, at Chad L. Coleman. That's on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter, at Chad L. Coleman. And you can also check me out on uh, Humble Hollywood W Chad. The W is for with Humble Hollywood W Chad or at Chad L. Coleman. Man, well, thank you so very much for taking the time out to even talk to your boy, share your story. I'm always impressed by everything that you do, sir. You know, I'm really glad that you were able to stop by and just kick it with me, bro. Thank you. Hey, fellas, man, a great conversation, man. Him talking about The Walking Dead was crazy. Oh, all that stuff, it, it was just wild. Did he did, did he say that the cast missed me? This is not about you. Because uh, we're we going to carry on, but I just want y'all to let y'all know, I quit The Walking Dead to do Ghost Brothers. Walking Dead definitely came before Ghost Brothers. <laughs> Listen, man, that's, this is how much I love y'all that believed in the idea, man. <laughs> man, but look, it's time for the very special moment in our podcast, and you know that's our game. Are you guys ready for this game? Hell no. Yep. Let's go. I'm ready. I got I got a lot of research on my belt. Come on. This is the game of black eyed children. Oh my gosh. This Taylor? is racist. Why is it, Who's gonna win? Your tone. It is your tone about it. I just don't like it. I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I feel like it's different if you say black eyed children and black eyed babies. Dalen be calling it black eyed babies. <laughs> Whoa, oh my gosh. Oh my, <laughs> my bad, John. That does, that does have a, does. a, a hint of southern stronger. A hint of it's southern cool. flavor. Y'all ready? All right. My bet is that Marcus will get it as just he spoke to Chad recently. You know okay, what I mean? That's so, cheating. That's not fair, but go, let's go. I know my stuff too, man. Sorry, but I wanted to do this a little warm-up. You ready? Yep. The Black Eyed Children urban legend originated where? Which country? Texas. They white, oh, so somewhere in Europe. Let's say Norway. Let's Norway. Man, we gonna say Oslo, Norway. <laughs> Marcus is in the home of the Black Eyed Babies. <laughs> okay, so... You're no, saying the Black-Eyed Children urban legend originated in Oslo, Norway. Yes. 
for 500, Alex. Is that your final answer too, Marcus? I mean, shoot, I'm still going to be ahead. If I, if, yeah, so <laughs> go ahead. Oh, got it. You both are wrong. Okay. Uh, cool. It was. I'm just, I'm just dying. Bro, it was actually the United States, bro. It was USA. That sounds like some old racist USA shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> bro, you weren't far off. You know, I said Texas. Where in the USA started? Some people actually claim to see these children have existed since the 1980s. However, most sources say the legend originated in 1996 in a post written by a Texas reporter oh, shit. named Brian Bethel. I quit. I won. Game over. <laughs> no, that's like 37 points in one. <laughs> Y'all okay, laughed at me. I got to get left. Texas okay, ain't a country. Okay, calm down. Texas down, ain't down, in the down. United States. What? It was freed from the from the Constitution. With all that shit, y'all. Hey, man, listen. We didn't say. We didn't say. Nothing I don't know where he went with that. <laughs> say, man. But like, I, I, know give, we didn't say that I give you a half a point hey, for man. getting the fact that the the article originated from a Texas uh, reporter. Now, y'all know I ain't never been here before, guys. I ain't never been in this winning place before. Man. <laughs> you, ain't never, you ain't never been in the league before. All right. <laughs> Let's go for question number two. What are they typically found doing? These black-eyed children. What are they typically oh, found hitchhiking. doing? Hitchhiking and begging. Okay, okay. my okay. man gonna give us three answers. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with loitering. That's a really good one. That's <laughs> a really yeah, good one. Yeah. That's, very, that's, very, <laughs> that's, very, that's very understandable. It yeah. is to be wrong. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Marcus, okay, cool. you Perfect. get a point. It is begging, hitchhiking, and trying to enter your house. Oh, that's three. That's three points right there. Hold on, hold on. That's Marcus gets a point. That's three. Hold on. I that's got from the three. That's I, from the three. So the score is one. Dalen has half a point. Dalen, you're at half a point. Marcus yeah, is at two. one point. Next question. What movie was made about the black-eyed children? In Wrong turn. Okay. Wrong turn. No. That's it. Wrong turn. No. 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 Both of you guys. Okay, Wrong. Go ahead. What is it? The movie's, the movie's called Let Me In. It's an aspiring okay. filmmaker who embarks on a journey investigating the haunting stories behind black-eyed children phenomenon. All right. You ready? Yeah. Reports of black-eyed children have occurred in the U.S. since when? 86. Bro, since the, since the 80s, for real, man. That was 86. Like around the 80s. Nice. Nice. Seeing as I gave y'all that answer earlier. Hey, bro, listen. I oh, give it to you. you. Both we, of you guys hey, had a point. Listen. That's, your, hey, that's you, actually, you how you ordered your numbers. But no, right. it actually started uh, 1980s. Sources suggest the legend originated from a 1996 article. So you both get a point. And today, the winner is, this is wild, by one point, or I guess by a half a point, I should say, Marcus Harvey. Boy, they be cheating that boy yeah. daily, boy. <laughs> they be cheating that boy daily, boy. Yeah, they... Wobbling. The game is yeah. just not his strong suit. Baby, cheating that boy daily, man. <laughs> <laughs> My man get you the Marcus, great job on that one. Daylin, I appreciate you showing up. Thanks for your participation. Uh, but can you believe that is all we have time for today? Man, that sucks, oh, guys. Man. That sucks. I hate when I have to leave y'all, man. Talking to y'all is like talking to my family. I would like mm. to think so. I would like to think so, bro. Yeah. We spend yeah. a lot of time together. Yeah. All right, y'all. And if this is the last of season two, we need for y'all to make sure y'all subscribe and write us a review if y'all want us back for season three. Now, we want five stars from wherever you get your podcast. We need that review. Look, man, if you even thinking about giving us four, you better curl your hand up and put it right back in your pocket. You bet not. 
And that's it for Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers. We love y'all. Holla. Thank you so much to everybody coming along on this journey with us, man. We really can't wait for you to do it again. Um, we're going to miss you. And this is Jawan Mass, the Paranormal Poppy, signing out for a short time, not a long time. Oh, my man. I'm tired of Jawan, Marcus. I'm tired of him, bro. He always got something new to say. But don't forget hey, about man. the bad boy of Paranormal himself, Dalen Spratt. And I'll holler at you guys because this is your man, B. Marcus Harvey, and I got to go down there for Lobby Call. Holla. Peace. Urban Legends with the Ghost Brothers is produced by Neon Hum Media for Discovery Plus. For Discovery Plus, our executive producer is Marissa Lucy. For Neon Hum, our executive producer is Shower Morris. Our lead producer is Crystal Genesis. Our associate producer is Chloe Chobel. Our production manager is Samantha Allison. Music by Asha Ivanovich. Concept by Odelia Rubin and Shara Morris. And our show is engineered by Mark Bush and Lila Williams.